everyone. Welcome back into the Topsoil Podcast. Uh, just Mitchell Hora here today with Continual Mag. Trent and I have been crazy busy, so sorry for the lack of content here recently, but we'll try to keep on putting out as much stuff as we can. And then uh, we'll try to pick stuff back up once we get things slowed down a little bit and are able to refocus back in on the podcast here too so we'll be able to hopefully try to keep some more content coming out and whatnot but just kind of update on what all's going on and some of my recent thoughts here on what we're learning what we're seeing and whatnot so one of the so today I've, I've had a guy here visiting from Mexico that we're doing some business with and uh, interesting product and whatnot there would have loved to have them on but one but that's part of my business and not necessarily in the Top Soil Podcast, but we're doing some stuff with some biological seed treatments and able to just try some more stuff out and better ways to get biology out there in our soils and also just better balance in biology is what I'm really interested in. Our soils are extremely bacteria dominated and we need to get more fungal activity going on in our soils. So I'm really interested in that and um, how that whole piece can kind of play in and what we can do there. So doing some mess with that today, so we'll have some updates coming along the way. But interesting to talk with him about the dynamics in Mexico versus up here. And of course, one of the first things we were talking about was trade, NAFTA. We've kind of hit on that on the podcast. So I want to get his a little bit of his thoughts and um they raise a lot of tomatoes and stuff down there, especially his family operation. There is a lot of tomatoes. And he said that 98% of the tomatoes that they're producing in his area are exported to the U.S. 98% exported to the U.S. I think corn is like, I don't know if it's even 40% of our corn is exported. And like China's like, or Mexico's like the biggest buyer, but like not even, and that might be way off even that. For us, the exports are super important, but for them, it's like all export. And of course, you can't use that many tomatoes right there, and it depends on how exactly you're going to use them and whatnot, on how quickly you can actually make them work, because obviously they don't have a lot of shelf life. But, so that was interesting that he was, you know, we were talking about that, and talking about that, yeah, we need to get this figured out, and I have, I think, I think that will continue to smooth itself out, um, but wanted to talk a little bit then about what they are seeing with soil health versus what we're seeing up here, so they're utilizing these biological products and stuff just to get biology going in the system and just get some bio, biological activity, because right now it's like, this is none, you know, and no biological activity really at all. So they're trying to get some biology going back in the soil. And um, we were talking there, too, about that they've never really looked at that before, you know, saying that we haven't really looked at it that much either as far as looking at biology or looking at the soil as a living system, looking at the soil as that it's alive, that there's biology out there playing in and not, this is not just a chemical mathematical equation. There's way more to it. So it was interesting that, you know, they're looking at the same kind of stuff down in Mexico, too, that, that we are up here on. Hey, there's way more to this than 
what we had looked at before and we need to refocus we got a lot to learn here and but we are on the right we're moving in the right direction we got to get this biology figured out we got to figure out how does biology influence nutrient availability directly how does the biology change nutrient cycling how is it influencing residue breakdown how is it influencing um our cover crop breakdown that's a big piece how does and how is the biology being influenced by weather and by our management practices and by our products that we're putting out there so that's what we're doing some testing with these guys know to look at how does their biological product play nice or not play nice with our natural biology in southeast iowa in farms that already have pretty good soil health can their product work in this kind of a system and if it can work here to improve soil health and improve biology uh then it can work anywhere because i mean we're already starting with pretty good pretty good parameters so that was interesting so another takeaway though that we were seeing today we were digging around in a couple different fields and we were digging around in in a, one farmer's field that is very um, advanced in soil health, has been using cover crops for multiple years, no-till for a long time, a lot of nutrient management stuff, has done a lot of testing, a lot of water quality work. Looking at the difference between his aggregation, soil aggregates, versus a tilled field, which where I'm just coming from now, is crazy difference. And we're showing this those differences and he was like wow yeah this is amazing and he's like this is just with the cover crop like yeah just with the cover crop we're able to improve our soil structure we're able to hold things together better and if a product a biological product can help us to do that quicker that'd be awesome if as far as for guys that are trying to switch to using cover crops if they need to if they can get there quicker with the biological product that would be awesome sorry having some camera troubles here and if we can use the combination of the cover crop and the biological product now we can maybe really be getting somewhere so we'll do some looking at that and see kind of merit we can have there but that'd be awesome if we can help to jumpstart this system if we can kind of shock the system back into working the right way that'd be awesome that's that's the thing what we need to have done so now taking a look at okay how do we evaluate that how do we measure change in the system how do we put some data behind that so we can show that we're moving in the right direction so right now we're able to see you know and in, in taking some shovelfuls of dirt and some soil samples of dirt that we're able to see the differences between a farm that has good soil health versus one that doesn't. We're able to see the differences there, um, but we need to be able to put some actual data behind that. So Cornell test is looking to be able to do that. The VAST test, which is the aggregation uh, lab evaluation, is helping to do that because we need to be able to standardize this across operations so that we can have the conversations we can say hey here is actual data behind soil aggregates and 
were able to improve soil aggregation, soil structure, thus improve nutrient holding capacity, water holding capacity, infiltration. That way we can have a conversation. So very interested in doing more of those tests and stuff and we're, we're even experimented with some to get better data behind these soil parameters so we can have the conversation, so we can have data to work off of and, and improve. But very cool to be able to go farm to farm, dig around, feel the soil, and notice those differences. And we've got pictures and stuff, and you know, I try to post pictures and whatnot of that. And we need to be able to tell that story. But it comes down to we've got to be able to figure out how to pay for this, though, too. So some of the stuff Trent and I have talked about on the podcast as far as getting this stuff tied in with sustainably sourced as an actual market, as getting regenerative ag in as an actual market that you have a premium for. This stuff is coming, and it's coming quick, and we've got to be able to, though, show why these things are important. We've got to be able to show the consumer, here's exactly what's going on, here's the improvements that I'm making for my farm and for the environment, and this is why it is also important, though, for you, for your operation, for your, for your family, and for your family's health, is now because I have better ground, better soil that I'm producing this crop on, it's producing us a healthier crop at the end of the year that we are able to produce with less inputs and produce a healthier, better quality crop at the end of the year. And those things are coming. So right now we're looking at, okay, tying in the Haney test, tying in potentially Cornell or other physical, soil physical tests. We're doing some experimenting here with some soil DNA tests, the PLFA test as well to look at um, soil biology, evaluating our soil microbial communities and figuring out how do we get the soil microbes to help us and to work for us. It's been really cool. So interesting to uh, have this guy all the way from Mexico here today. He came just for the one day, flew all the way up here to Iowa just to watch us planting corn we were treating seed and pretty cool to have him so but that's kind of the thoughts coming out of the day and uh, we got a lot of work to, to do but it's good things happening too we're definitely interested in trying more stuff and be able to share the word and spread awareness about things that we are learning um so we'll try to post some of that stuff along here but a lot of that we won't talk about it on this podcast too much but on Continue Mag, you can find that kind of stuff on my my pages. Um, but anyway, so what, just I guess kind of the question of the day here too on you know what are some of the products stuff that you guys are looking at? How do we look at soil physical parameters too, or even other soil health parameters? Tying that stuff all together, being able to have actual data behind it that we can utilize as the consumer continues to demand more data. But they're looking at, you know, we need to sequester carbon. We need to clean up water. That's what they care. That's what the consumer cares about. And they also care about a better quality crop. Um, we need to be able to show those parameters, show that, hey, we are able to do things environmentally better. So support us and help us out here 
yeah, if you guys have any other stuff that you've seen, product stuff that you're trying that are working, helping us, not just on yield. I don't, I don't think it's yield is what's going to solve all of our issues. It's how do we get better quality and produce a healthier crop. So that's the uh, what we're looking for here today. But anyway, so just kind of a quick update and um, we'll have a lot more to come. Hopefully we'll keep being able to put out content for you guys and uh, keep everyone in what's going on. But keep chugging along. Hopefully planting's going well for you. We've only got one more field of beans to do here on our operation. So uh, we're just about done. But we'll keep you guys posted and thanks for tuning in.